like you to open your hymnals to hymn 743. Let's sing the first stanza. Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. In the beginning, when God spoke and it was done, heaven ruled, and everything was very good. There was no sin, no suffering, no hunger, no thirst, no unkind remarks, no betrayed confidence, no thirst, no tears, no pain, no death. Certainly the kingdom of heaven was a treasure. It brought life and love and joy and peace to all the earth. Who would not agree that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. And on this campus, we often hear what a treasure it is to have God's mighty word among us. It is a word that speaks of forgiveness, and it is done. It is a word that calls us children of God's kingdom, and such we are. The kingdom of heaven is a treasure that we could never earn or deserve, not even by adding up all our good grades, all our possessions, all our thoughts, all our words, all our deeds for the rest of our lives. And this treasure is among us now. Once when some Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom would come, he told them that the kingdom was among them. He himself is the king. And he has assured us that he is with us always, even to the end of the world. He is the priceless treasure that we sang about a moment ago. Heaven's King. So why does the Lord keep reminding us of this treasure, the kingdom of heaven? Because it is hidden from the view of the world. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. It was hidden in Bethlehem's cattle stall. 
It was hidden when fleeing to Egypt. It was hidden when he walked the paths of Palestine with nowhere to lay his head. It was hidden during his agony in the garden, his trials on his cross and in the tomb. But while hidden, he was overcoming sin, death, and the devil, and gaining for us the right to life eternal in heaven. It was hidden when John the Baptist languished in prison, and he sent a servant to Jesus, asking him, are you the one that I've been preaching about? And it is hidden when we are in anguish too, when the world thinks that God can't or hasn't answered our prayer, or that he has forsaken us, forgotten us. Ah, how long in anguish shall my spirit languish, yearning, Lord, for thee. And yet he remains our truest friend, the lamb who was slain for us and who rose again after the job was complete our Savior. We don't want him to remain hidden in our lives any more than did the man who bought the field to remove all question of his ownership of the treasure. Thou art mine, O Lamb divine. I will suffer naught to hide thee, naught I ask beside thee. Here is a treasure for which we could sell everything, as did the man who found the treasure in the field. He did it out of joy over the treasure he found. And if we were called upon to give up our pride, give up our rights, give up our goods, give up our friends, give up our very life, it would still be nothing compared to the joy that awaits us the glory that is reserved in heaven for us. Many years ago, before airplanes became the way to travel across the Atlantic, a Scotsman arrived at Liverpool, England to sail to America and begin a new life. After buying his ticket, he decided to save what he could of the money he had left so he went and got a stock of crackers and cheese so that he wouldn't have to buy meals on the ship. But a few days out to sea and the crackers were stale and the cheese was hard. He could hardly gnaw at it and his stomach was gnawing at him. After a few more days, he smelled the aroma of a meal being carried to one of the staterooms by a porter. And he decided to spend a little for just one good meal to tide him over. So when the porter came back down the hallway, he asked him how much it might cost to have a meal in the dining hall. Do you have a ticket? He showed him his ticket why your meals are included in the price of this ticket. 
Not only could he have saved himself the price of the crackers and cheese, but he could have been enjoying the entire voyage, arriving healthy and strong to begin his new life. The world may not see great value in our priceless treasure, but that does not mean that we need to be crackers and cheese Christians. He who paid the price of our passage will also freely give us everything we need along the way. So may God then grant that others may see our joy in him and come to know Jesus, our joy, our treasure. Let's sing it one more time, stanza one.